Welcome to Project Hustle. This podcast is all about discovering your true potential in life and leaping outside your comfort zone to get there. My name's Amber, and I'm just your average corporate girl by day who's found her true passion working a side hustle at night. I'm obsessed with helping you shift your mindset and create the time in your busy schedule to hustle towards a life that truly fulfills you. So let's get pumped up about life and do this together. What is up, you guys? I am so excited to be here this week and chatting with you. I hope you're having a great day so far. And I actually wanted to jump into a topic that might sound a little bit contradictory almost if you know who I am as a person. I'm very much a planner. I love to plan things, love to organize things. I'm always somebody who is thinking about the plan 20,000 steps ahead of the actual time. So if you if you know me at all, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. You need to have a plan. You need to have some path forward. You can't just wing it. You can't just, you know, be a go with the flow type person. There's got to be a plan. And that's very much me as well. And just a little side note, I'm not sure if this is where I got this intense need to plan from, but growing up, my dad was a farmer. And if anybody else, it comes from a farming background, or maybe your parents are farmers, you know that that is very, very much a go with the flow type of business. You're dependent on weather, on the time of year, like there's so many things that are dependent on that you can't actually control, right? You actually can't control those things. And so your job is very much up in the air. And one of the quotes my dad would always say growing up is, it's a fluid situation. And I can't stand that phrase. Like I heard it so often and I'm the person that feels the need to be in control and to have that plan. And so phrases like that really would stress me out. And the way that he goes about his day would stress me out. And just thinking about how he was doing everything, it just was a big stress ball situation. So I don't know if that's why I feel I'm almost the complete opposite of him in that sense where I need to plan things. Not sure if that's where that came from, but that was a little side note. I'm curious if anyone else has a similar situation where maybe your parents are the opposite, maybe they're the same, or maybe the people you live with. Like, I would love to hear more about how you think you became such a planner. So send me a DM on Instagram uh, and I would love to have that conversation with you. But anyways, let's dive back into the topic. And so with all of that being said, you know that I'm a planner, but there comes a time when you could actually be over planning and planning too much. And maybe that's even stopping you from taking action at all, or maybe it's preventing you from from functioning when some curveball is thrown into your plan, right? And we see that all the time. Life happens. Things are going to happen. And it's not always going to go according to plan. And sometimes I find myself over planning to a point where I will just get instantly extremely stressed out if even one little thing goes outside of that plan. And I want to normalize that because I think a lot of people feel that way. At least if you're connected with me, you probably feel that way. And it's okay. And I want to give you some strategies on, or maybe just some insight on how we can try to start to avoid that or maybe try to even incorporate those things into our plan as we're making the plan, right? To make it more of a realistic plan. Because sometimes like those perfect, 100% perfect made plans, sometimes they're actually the worst plans, right? So let's dive in. So first, I wanted to touch a little bit on the fact that your over planning could be preventing you from actually taking action. This is something I have experienced almost my whole entire life. There's always been things where I've, I've had more of a perfectionist tendency where I need the plan to be perfect and I need to have everything laid out in front of me before I actually get started for fear of failure or for fear of not being perfect. And I know a lot of you can definitely relate to that because we've had that conversation over on Instagram. So 
Let's chat about that. Basically, a personal example that I can share with you that is really obvious to me and stands out is my coaching journey. And you've probably heard me say this before, but I spent a long time waiting, researching, planning, making sure everything was totally set up before I actually committed to coaching. So I wanted to coach back in, I think it was like May or June of, I guess, 2019 at this point. That's a long time ago. Um, But that's when I first started, wanted to coach. And that's when I first thought of the idea of me realistically becoming a coach. I didn't actually start coaching until February of 2020. That's a long time, right? That is many, many months have gone by. It's almost a year at that point had gone by before I actually took action. And what was I doing during that time? I was convincing myself of all the things I needed to prepare and have ready. I needed to have the perfect Instagram ready to go. I needed to tell all of the people and make sure that they were all going to help me on this plan. I needed to like have all of the activities laid out. I needed to have all the resources, all the notebooks, like whatever. I was building up all of these things that I needed or quote unquote needed before I could actually start. And let me tell you, I realized when I actually started, I didn't need any of that plan. I didn't need a single thing of it. Because the success that I've seen had all been stuff that I learned as I went. It was none of the stuff that I had planned out in the beginning because all the training was there after I had started, right? After I had got into it. And that's where I really learned what I was going to be doing. And so that just kind of shows you that sometimes you can make this elaborate plan, but if you don't actually, you've never done the thing, right? This is maybe the first time you've done it. Like me with coaching, I didn't actually know what coaching was. I was just making up all these scenarios in my head and it wasn't until I actually got started that I knew what I needed to do. So essentially what I did when I actually started coaching was I threw out the plan, right? I threw out the plan I had spent eight months to a year, whatever it was, creating. And I was kind of annoyed by that. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I spent that long planning for something to just throw it out, right? To just completely not use any of it. And that was probably the biggest eye-opening experience that I had that my over-planning might be something that was harming me more than it was helping me. And yes, I I will always say a plan is definitely essential, but it's the over-plan that I'm talking about that might be holding you back. And so I realized at that time that if I had just started when I first wanted to, if I had just started back in the May-June timing that I wanted to, I probably would be a lot further along than I am right now. And I would have seen a lot more success early on because I just jumped in and I learned as I went, right? I wasn't planning for something that I really didn't even know what was going to happen. And if you're in that situation, if you are wanting to start some new adventure, maybe it's a new business adventure, new side hustle, whatever you're doing, like, tell me this, do you actually know what's going to happen until it already happens, right? Everything you've done in your life, you can't predict the future. You can't predict everything that's going to happen, especially in a new business venture. You have no idea. So what's the point in over planning to a point where you're just not actually taking action and doing the thing? So my best advice is to just go for it. If you think you want to do it, maybe come up with a rough plan, but know that that plan's probably going to change. And that was a huge eye-opener for me, as I've said. And that's why everything since that coaching experience that I really was first introduced to that idea, I've been a lot quicker to actually launch things like my podcast, for example. That was only about a month or two in the making before I just launched it. And sure, maybe it sucked. Maybe I had no idea what I was doing in the beginning. The first episode took me forever to write and forever to actually produce because I literally just didn't know what I was doing. But since then, I've been able to learn as I go, right? And now it's something that comes easy to me. Now it's something that takes way less time. I don't have to plan so much for it every time because I've learned through the process. And that's the most important part. So if you are like me and you'd like to have a perfect plan before you start something, 
Let's just try try it once. Try once just scrapping the plan and just doing it and see what happens. I promise you, you're going to feel a lot better than you might think. Now, maybe you're in the thing. Maybe you it's not stopping you from taking action, but maybe you're you still find yourself over planning to to the point of failure. And what I mean by this, I'll give you an example that I just went through last week. So if you've been watching my stories, you know that I'm doing actually a four-week gut health program. It's a nutrition-based program with some low-impact workouts. This was something newer to me. I've never done any type of gut health program. I also have been very used to my own like nutrition planning since I've been doing it for so long. It's something that's just I'm used to. So this was a change per se. This was definitely a change for me. And I went out week one, like with this massive mastermind plan, right? I had planned out literally everything to a T. I had all these new recipes. I was trying all new foods and I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to be so on track. Like this is going to be the best week ever. And guess what? It was not. So as I said, I had chosen like all new recipes, completely new recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Like everything was new because I was going all into this program. And what I learned right out the gates, I went and bought my groceries and I did my meal prep. It took me forever. I'm not going to lie to you. It took me three or four times the amount of time that it normally takes me to meal prep. That exhausted me. And that was right away, like I was stressed out. I was like, oh my gosh, that took me so long to make. I thought this was going to be perfect, but I was still convincing myself, you know what? It's done now. Like the meals are going to be great. Like I have this whole plan made. It's going to be awesome. Even though it took a bit longer, it'll be fine. It'll all be fine. And I was convincing myself that that was true. So by about Wednesday, so I started the program on Monday. By Wednesday, I was already sick of all of the food that I had made. I The one flaw in my plan was that I didn't confirm that I actually liked the recipes that I had made before I made them for seven days, right? And that was really the big flaw that I didn't anticipate happening because I was dreading my meals. I was dreading my meals all week because I didn't realize that I didn't like some of the things in the recipes that were included. And if it's already made, there's all this food in the house. I had the fridge stocked. I spent money on it already. I was like, I'm not going to throw it out. But then I just really didn't enjoy it. And I was dreading going to lunch every day. I was dreading having dinner every day because it was something that I just didn't really like. And that's when the plan failed, right? I planned so much. I planned to so much of an extent. I overplanned for this new program that it actually completely caved in and failed on me. And so how do we avoid doing that, right? How do we avoid over planning to that extent? I know this might be a weird example because it's a nutrition-based example, but I think it's still really powerful because what I did for week two, I realized since I was familiar with how the program worked, now you know I've, I've done it. I've had the experience of just doing it. I've had that experience. So I knew how to make this easier on myself, right? And sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes you're gonna colossally fail in the first little bit of something, but you learn from it and you can make those adjustments. So basically what I did for this week was I didn't use any of the sample recipes that were provided, not a single one, because that didn't work out for me last week. So I just totally ignored that portion of it and I created my own and I made it back to something more simple that I would typically eat. So back to all of the classic meals that I would eat, like salad type meals and like just like classic classic meat, veggie, and some sort of carb type dinners. Like 
those are a lot easier for me to handle because that's something I'm very used to doing, right? And so what I learned from that is that I was able to make the plan and it actually took me less time to make the plan because I wasn't looking through all these elaborate recipes. I was keeping it super simple. So less time to actually plan what I was going to eat and also less time to actually cook it so I wasn't so stressed out. And then I was actually enjoying my meals, right? I actually looked forward to my meals because it was something I knew that I liked. So that was not an over-planning situation. That was planning just right, right? I didn't plan too many things that were almost like exaggerated or too many things that were a little bit out of reach for probably what I should have done the first week. But that's the point here. So the lesson of that story, the lesson from my experience with a new nutrition program was to keep it simple. And I think that that applies to almost anything else that you're doing, not even nutrition-based. It could be business-based, fitness-based, life-based, whatever it might be. I think keeping it super simple is the key to your success. And that's why over-planning is usually taking it above that simple step and making it complicated, making it hard, making it difficult. And that's not what you want to do because that is setting yourself up for failure, right? Over-planning could be setting you up for failure. So take it back a notch, right? If you look at your plan and you think, really evaluate it, think about it. Are there things that are going to be curveballs thrown my way with this current plan? If the answer is yes, dumb it down, right? Take it take it back a notch and do it in a way that you know is more realistic. That's an important point too, is keeping it realistic. And that's something that you'll start to get to know once you put your reps in with whatever you're doing. But I think that keeping it simple is the way to avoid over planning and to be able to actually react when things go not according to plan. So I hope this was helpful. If you are somebody who can connect with me in that sense, where you're very much an over planner or just the fact that you really like to plan. And I still like, I don't want to discredit planning. There's so much value in planning and I got to where I am today through planning. But when you take it a step too far, that can be your downfall. And it's just about checking ourselves, right? And making sure evaluating that the plans we're making are actually realistic and sustainable and not over the top so that we actually can guarantee that we'll see success and not just be frustrated and decide that we want to quit or take a step back. We want to always be pushing for more and make sure that we're enjoying that process. So like I said, I would love to hear from you on Instagram. Send me a DM if you're an over planner or just a planner in general. Let's chat. I would, we're like-minded people. I would love to chat about that. And also if you know where you got your planning skills from, I would love to hear that. That's always a fun story to hear a little bit of your background. So I hope you all have a fantastic week and I hope that this was helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening. If you connected with this topic, there's a good chance your friends will too. So why not share it on social media and tag me so that I know this message is helping you get one step closer to your goals. Keep that hustle going and we'll chat soon.